Hello, students, doctors, and aspiring EM physicians. I'm your host, Yusuke Kishimoto, and welcome to the R Squared Road to Residency podcast. Thank you all for your continued patience. It's been a while since my last episode. I wish everyone is having a great application season and the best of luck on your interviews. Today, we're going to discuss a little bit about what comes after residency training, fellowships. I'm sure many have gotten questions during your interviews such as, where do you envision yourself in 5 to 10 years? Or any further training that you expect to go into? What they may be referring to is if you want to go into fellowships. What these are, are after finishing residency, you sit to take the boards to become a board-certified emergency medicine physician. Then you can pursue more specialized training in a specific subset of medicine, whether due to interest, passion, or to become a more competitive applicant in the academic job market. There are a total of 35 different fellowships that I wanted to briefly cover today. Not in depth, but just a little taste of each, as some may pique your interest in learning more about them. Due to the large number of fellowships that we have, I'd like to divide them into my personal seven categories. In-hospital, special populations, improvement, preventative, leadership, pre-hospital, and the great outdoors. Now, this is no official categorization, but it's just how I mentally divided the different fellowships, and they are in random order so no one fellowship is superior just because of how I listed them. Because this is an introductory episode on what kind of fellowship options are available after your residency training, I'm only going to be covering five different things. What the fellowship is, a basic and simplified version of what the fellowship is about, how many years the training may take, how many programs offer it throughout the country, as well as some career options for the fellowships that you're interested in. Alright, with those squared away, let's start off with our first category, in-hospital, where I'll be covering critical care, cardiovascular emergencies, toxicology, ultrasound, and forensics. For critical care, we have four different subtypes, IM, surgery, anesthesia, and neurology. For IM or internal medicine, you're basically focusing on additional training and management of a critical or unstable patient in a holistic biopsychosocial manner as an intensivist, being able to split your time in the department as well as in the ICU. This training is usually two years and there's about 48 programs in the country. Surgical critical care is focusing on the foundations of surgery, complex surgical conditions, pre and post surgical management, as well as post-op complications. This training takes about two years, and there's about 115 programs. Anesthesia critical care is focusing on the surgical, OBGYN, trauma-related pathology, with additional critical care training in advanced airway techniques, surgical procedures or pathologies, organ support devices like ECMO, and hemodynamic monitoring and management. This training is about one year with 58 programs. And we also have neurocritical care, which is focusing on additional management of conditions such as strokes or seizures with advanced training in the use and interpretations of EEGs or electroencephalograms, transcranial Doppler, intracranial pressure monitors, and microdialysis catheters as a neurointensivist. This training is around two years with 61 programs. All of these critical care subspecialties intertwine in their training, rotating through different types of critical care departments within the hospital. This subspecialty allows the multidisciplinary approach to managing the critically ill patient as an emergency medicine physician and through the continuity of care as they're admitted to their respective services. Next, we have cardiovascular emergencies. Similar to a cardiology fellowship for internists, 
Cardiovascular emergencies allow specialization of knowledge and skills related to cardiological pathologies, as well as the use and interpretation of echoes, stress electrocardiography, nuclear medicine studies, AICD, LVAD management, and management of congenital arrhythmias in critically ill patients in cardiogenic shock. Training usually takes about one year, and only two programs offer it throughout the country. Some career options, you could work in the CDU or general OBS unit or cardiology OBS unit, education for students, residents, EPs, faculty on cardiovascular-rated emergencies, and broadening the scope in academic acumen related to cardiology. Next, we have ultrasound, focusing on building an advanced ultrasound skill set and interpretation with its explosive and revolutionary use in current medicine for pathology diagnosis and procedural utilization. Training is about one year with around 114 programs and 12 additional programs that are mainly pediatric focused. Career options could be ultrasound director, ultrasound research, education of ultrasound use in the pre-hospital community or international setting, especially in areas where advanced imaging is unavailable. Next, we have toxicology, focusing on the prevention, education, diagnosis, and treatment of injury and illnesses from exposures to drugs, medications, chemicals, or biological and radiological agents. Training is about two years with about 28 programs throughout the country. Career options, you can work in the ED or ICU for direct treatment and bedside consults, outpatient clinics, clinical training sites, working in the industrial sector, regional and national poison control centers, government agencies such as the FDA, or in clinical or forensic laboratories, which is a perfect segue into our forensics which is collecting, preserving evidence, as well as providing detailed documentation, court testimonies to appropriate agencies for victims of IPV, elder child abuse, human trafficking, MVCs, sexual assault, or even GSWs and stabbings. Training is about one year with only one program in the country that offers it, to my knowledge, which is NYC in Kings County. Career options could be medical director of sexual assault response centers, child advocacy centers, forensic departments of hospitals, medical advisors for law enforcement or public health agencies, and forensics expert, educator, or consultant in the local community. And for our next category, we have special populations covering pediatric emergency medicine, geriatric emergency medicine, women's health, sports medicine, and street medicine. First up, we have PEM, or pediatric emergency medicine, focusing on the acute care and injuries of pediatric patients in the emergency department through advanced clinical training, pediatric emergency care protocols and guideline development, PEM education, and advancing research for the pediatric patients. Training is about two to three years depending on the program, with 58 programs in the country. Career options could be exclusive work in the pediatric emergency departments or dual peds and adult EDs, as well as working in a mix of multiple different hospitals with just adults, just pediatric, or both. Next, we have GEM, or Geriatric Emergency Medicine. Also in the name, GEM focuses on acute care and injuries in geriatric patients in the emergency department, especially with the overall increase in life expectancy and exponentially rising number of patients older than 65 years old, GEM focuses on managing complex physiological, pathological, and pharmacological changes that we go through, as well as addressing social needs. Training is about one to two years, with about six programs throughout the country. Career opportunities include GEM medical directors, multidisciplinary geriatric initiatives in the community, and advancing research and education in older adult populations. Next, we have women's health, 
also known as Global Women's Health and Sex and Gender Fellowship, this academic track focuses more on the research of domestic and global women's health issues for social, cultural, politically competent care, as well as additional clinical training in gynecology and obstetrics. Training is about one to three years depending on the program, with 15 programs in the country. Out of the programs available, five have a primary focus on research, while the others have focused on clinical education with variable research emphasis. Some career options could be serving on the board for Sex and Gender Women's Health Collaborative, AMWA or the American Medical Women's Association, or the Department of Health and Human Services, with other opportunities including leadership and humanitarian responses in war-torn countries, health services in rural communities, and services in tackling sexually transmitted diseases, gender-based violence, and human trafficking. Next, we have sports medicine, focusing on the acute care and injuries for active people of all ages. Education is centered around diagnosis and non-operative management of musculoskeletal and sports-related injuries. Training is about one to two years with a whopping 200 programs. Though a lot of these programs exist, determining which program accepts EM applicants or is EM-friendly are program-dependent and need to be investigated with each programs individually, since this fellowship is also available to IM, FM, PEDS, as well as PM&R applicants. Career options include academic or private clinics, sports team physician at all athletic levels including the Olympics, and medical director for event medicine. And next we have street medicine, focusing on the direct care and social support for patients experiencing homelessness. Education is centered around understanding the complexity between mental health, substance abuse, chronic disease management, infectious disease, health advocacy, physical developmental disabilities, and improvement of primary prevention. Education is about one year, and it's a relatively new fellowship with around three programs around the country. Career opportunities include building community programs and clinics, street medicine rounds, or administrative and educational opportunities in the community. For our next category, we have improvement, covering simulation, observation, pain management, palliative care, research, informatics, innovation, and telemedicine. Simulation, also known as SIM, focuses on the intersection of patient care, med-ed, system improvement, and advancement in technology through promotion of a safe learning environment where clinical skills can be taught, assessed, and reviewed for proper and effective care to treating a real patient. Training is about one to two years with around 46 programs in the country. Career options could be SIM director, SIM research, curriculum development and implementation for multidisciplinary care, private industries, and new potentials with advancement of virtual and augmented reality technology. Next, we have observation. With the increasing problem with ED boarding and hospital crowding, many hospitals have started to implement a new department for patients requiring additional time for workups called OBS. This education focuses on quality improvement, patient safety, protocol development for observation of patient selection, patient flow, and acute care beyond the ED setting in this neutral gray zone. Training is about one to two years with only three programs since it's being relatively new in the country. Career options include ED operations and admin, medical education, research, or QI project analyst for observation patients. Next, we have pain management, focusing on the management of various pain disorders through prescribing and managing pain-relieving medications, as well as interventional procedures such as nerve blocks or spinal anesthesia, especially in the face of the current opioid epidemic. Training is about one to two years with around 110 programs throughout the country. Career options could be research and pain management, academic community practice, public health, or even government agencies. 
Next, we have palliative care, focusing on the improvement of patients' quality of life, their pain and symptom relief, as well as bioethics of medicine, psychosocial support, and identifying goals of care for patients with severe, chronic, life-limiting illnesses. But remember, palliative care is similar but different from hospice. Palliative care can happen at any time during a serious illness, while hospice, kind of like a subset of palliative care, is when a physician estimates that the patient has less than six months to live. Training is about one year, with around 188 programs in the country. Career options include independent hospice and palliative care physician, inpatient palliative care consult services, or outpatient palliative care service. Next, we have research, which allows training opportunity in pursuing research for evidence-based medicine through forming educational questions, critically reviewing literature, writing grants, data analysis, and publications of findings to guide physicians across the globe in basic, clinical, health services, as well as transitional care. Training is around two to three years, with 53 programs around the country. Career options mainly include academia, usually at an institution where they finish their fellowship training to continue their research, funding, and support of their program. Where you end up may largely depend on what the focus of your research was or going to be. Next, we have informatics, which focuses on the application of information technology and protocols to promote efficiency in patient care, refining the hospital system, and improve data accessibility through designing user interfaces that are user-friendly, improvement in strategy and budget of the hospital, as well as introduction of new technology to a healthcare system. Training is around two years with 52 programs around the country. Career options include Chief Information Officer of the CIO, Chief Medical Information Officer, CMIO, or QI Project Leader and Risk Management Director. Next, we have innovation, focusing on the development, implementation, and evaluation of new projects to improve quality and the value of healthcare as well as its system through addressing inadequacies that exist today, such as reimbursement of public-private payers, ED crowding, and demands for faster and convenient care. Training is about one year, with 10 programs in the country. Career options include administration, entrepreneur in the business of medicine, med tech, consultation or venture capital, medical education, hospital operations, and even QI research. Next, we have telemedicine, which is another newer fellowship that's been growing in the past years, especially with the COVID pandemic, focusing on the development of telecommunication and delivery of care management through distance-based services, whether local or internationally, through combination of communicative technology in clinical medicine. Training is around one to two years with four programs around the country. Career options include CIO, CMIO, telemedicine director, research in remote biometric monitoring, concierge medicine, private digital health startup companies, and telemedicine research. That was a long category, but next we have preventative, covering addiction medicine, occupational environmental health, and injury control. Addiction medicine focuses on the prevention of substance abuse and the treatment of substance use disorders to provide appropriate care for and improving the lives of patients affected by substance use and its disorders. Training is one to two years with 96 programs around the country. Career options include clinical, policy, research surrounding substance abuse, specialized addiction treatment centers, private practice, consulting, or even government agencies. Next, we have occupational and environmental health focusing on the evaluation, treatment, and prevention of diseases related to the workplace, as well as environmental exposures and hazards through promotion of policy change, education for others, and research to improve the health of individuals and their communities. 
Training is around two years with 28 programs in the country. Career options could be in private practice, research, education, or working in the industrial, government, and military sectors. Next, we have Injury Control, which is largely a research-based fellowship focused on developing and disseminating evidence-based strategy with the goal to prevent and decrease morbidity and mortality from injuries ranging from MVCs, sports, or abuse. Training is around two years with only two programs in the country. Career options include administration and injury prevention research for intentional or unintentional injuries in the hospital or government agencies. For our next category, we have leadership, where I'll be covering administration, medical education, health policy, population health and social EM, and global health. First, we have administration, focusing on quality improvement, health policy, patient safety, research, and hospital operations to lead an emergency department hospital, or even a healthcare system in a leadership role. Training takes one to two years with around 40 programs in the country. Career options include program director, medical director, safety and QI improvement board, director of a physician's group, CMO or chief medical officer, research, or health policy leadership positions. Next, we have medical education, focused on education through curriculum design, learner assessment, program evaluations, and other educational goals for the future leaders of emergency medicine, whether it be medical students, residents, or faculty. Training is one to two years, with 55 programs around the country. Career options include residency program director, clerkship directors, assistant or associate dean of medical schools. Next, we have health policy, focusing on education and training of future leaders and development and refinement of academic, clinical, professional skills to improve healthcare systems as well as patient and physician advocacy in emergency medicine. Training is around one to two years with 15 programs in the country. Career options include policy or advocacy involvement in the community, all the way to international, including organizations such as WHO, UNICEF, Global Health Council, or Physicians for Peace. Next, we have population health and social EM, focusing on reduction and goal of elimination of health disparities stemming from social determinants of health, including but not limited to housing, transportation, education, and access to healthy food options. Training is one to two years with 26 programs around the country. Career options include state, federal health departments in developing health policies, developing of QI initiatives, and developing primary preventative public health programs. Next, we have Global Health, also known as International Emergency Medicine, focusing on the development and improvement of emergency medicine systems as well as health equity around the world. EM was founded in the 1960s and is relatively newer compared to most, and has not been established in many countries. This fellowship focuses on the logistics of building and equipping emergency departments establishing training, mentorship, and research opportunities, as well as working on various international projects with the complex interplay between cultures. Training is around one to two years, with 50 programs around the country. Career options include international organizations such as Doctors Without Borders, government agencies such as WHO or the UN, academia abroad, community work in areas of low socioeconomic status or access to healthcare, or improvement of local hospitals through learning lessons from abroad. All right, we're almost done. Our second to last category, which is the pre-hospital setting, includes EMS, disaster, and tactical. First, we have EMS, or emergency medical services, focusing on clinical oversight and delivery of medical care in the pre-hospital or out-of-hospital setting with the goal of improving patient outcomes, whether it be ground or air transport. 
Training is around one year with 85 programs around the country. Career options include EMS system medical directors, being in tactical or law enforcement, event medicine, sporting arenas, or international medical groups. Next, we have disaster, focusing on the care and preventative measures for victims of natural or man-made disasters, with emphasis on prompt responsiveness and allocation of available resources. Training is around one to two years, with 14 programs around the country and 18 additional programs as an EMS and disaster combo. Career options include preparedness, field disaster, disaster policy within your hospital, CDC, FEMA, NDLS or National Disaster Life Support, private or international public safety agencies, or even academic research. Next, we have tactical, focusing on the clinical oversight and operations management for law enforcement, military, national security, anti-terrorism activities, and disaster response. Training is one to two years with three programs around the country. Career options include tactical physician with law enforcement, medical director of military divisions, board member of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, search and rescue teams, or international medicine. And finally, our last category, the great outdoors, where I'll be covering wilderness, aerospace medicine, and undersea and hyperbarics. First up, wilderness, which is the practice of medicine with limited resources in the outdoors versus the elements, whether in altitude, deserts, deep oceans, fresh powder snow, or the tundra. Training is around one year with 22 programs around the country. Career options include medical director of search and rescue, national parks, base camps, medical officer for disaster relief, event medicine, or even at vacation destinations. Next, we have aerospace medicine. Following the path of the Wright brothers for the Passion for the Skies, fellowship focuses on the preventative health and aerospace emergencies for pilots, flight crew, passengers, pilots, and even astronauts, while dealing with the adverse physiological response in low-pressure environments. Training is around two years with nine programs, six civilian, and three military. Career options include NASA, SpaceX, the FAA or the Federal Aviation Administration, National Transport and Safety Board, private commercial flight operations, airline medical departments and clinics, and aerospace manufacturing. And last but not least, we have undersea and hyperbarics, which is on the other end of the spectrum, with the deep depths of the ocean full of mystery, with only 5% being physically explored. This area of medicine involves diving emergencies, marine injuries, extreme pressures, and utilization of these pressures for management of wound care infections and even carbon monoxide poisoning. Training is around one year with nine programs around the country. Career options include dive clinics, hyperbarics referral or wound care centers, and dive-related careers. That was a very long list. 35 fellowships. That's a lot, but I may have missed one or two because there's so many fellowship options available to advance your career. Out of these 35 that I mentioned, only 17 have official board certifications. These are critical care, all the four subtypes, toxicology, ultrasound, PEM, sports med, pain management, palliative care, informatics, addiction, occupational, EMS, disaster, aerospace, and hyperbarics. And that concludes this episode. Hopefully, this has been helpful in piquing your interest in additional education past your residency training. For more information regarding each of these fellowships, please feel free to explore more about them through AAEM, Emra Match, Emra Fellowship Guide, AMA's Frida, or individual programs of interest. Stay curious and catch you awesome people next time on the R Squared Road to Residency podcast.